When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everybody. Welcome back to Talk Skimmers Podcast. My name is Simo. Today I'm joined by Jed. Say hello Jed. Hello mate. How are we doing? Uh, very well. I'm joined by Jake. Say hello Jake. Hello buddy. Jake, you've you've joined us in the, um, in the midst of a COVID fight. You've had COVID yeah. again. You've got COVID again. I don't know anybody who gets exactly. COVID as much as you, but uh, <laughs> you beat it every time. You beat it every time, and I, and I think there's there's a lot to be said for for you still being alive. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm he's a, he's a, had I'm a poorly boy at the minute, lads. I'm not going to lie, but I'm here. I'm ready. Watched all the games, so I'm raring to go. <laughs> <laughs> he's had COVID more than I've had hot dinners, mate. In the last, like, the last two years. <laughs> Ah, oh, dearie me. Well, just to just to um, soothe some of those COVID symptoms, Jake, we'll start with Brentford Burnley. Yeah, normally normally Ooh. we start with like a, a big six game, but this to me was a, an interesting fixture because Ooh. I thought Brentford were in a bit of a sort of... They were in a rut. They were kind of like dropped off, but a turning point for me, for them, has been um, Christian Eriksen. And... When you sort of really sit down and think about the profound sort of circumstances how a player such as Christian <laughs> Eriksen got to play for Brentford, um, it's quite bizarre because, you know, this is Christian Eriksen that, you know, was getting bids of £100 million turned down for him with clubs like Real Madrid chasing him um, in the past sort of few years, you know. Granted, he did have a bit of a drop-off in form, but a drop-off in form for a player of his class ability means you go to Inter Milan which is, you know, that's still a top, top club and, and a good division, you know, and, and he's obviously won things there. Um, so the, the, the adversity he has to, he's, he's faced to now come back. Um, and in this match, I've really seen uh, what he can offer a side like Brentford. And I think they would really be a bit lost in the, uh, in the deep end without him because his delivery to, to Tony for the, for the goal was absolutely fantastic. Um, his general movement and passing is they just don't have anybody of that calibre in that side he's he's clearly the best player in that side by mm-hmm. not, a, not a small margin by, by a long old way no, yeah I, I have to agree with you mate and I, I thought the same I thought you know we spoke a couple of weeks ago didn't we about, about Brentford and, and we said 
you know, they're a championship squad effectively and, and they started the season really well and, and they were sort of hanging on by, by their fingernails onto the points that they had gained. But when you, when you add a player of the international, the Champions League, you know, just the sheer class of Christian Eriksen into that side to, to someone and then to link him up with someone like Ivan Tony, who is, who is a very good goal scorer, you know, at, at championship and now starting to score regularly in the Premier League as well. It was always going to be a, a, a brilliant masterstroke from Brentford, you know, a six month contract. What can really go wrong for them? Um, and, and so far it's working out magnificently. Like, like you said, that, that ball he played for that first goal was, oh, it was fantastic. It was, the the weight and, and the the angle that he had to put on it to get it to Tony like t- to skip out that giant Burnley back line exactly <laughs> and and exactly. Plunk it onto onto Tony's head where you know it, it was a hard chance for him to finish and he and he finished it fantastically but even the pass for the for the run for the penalty was was equally fantastic. yeah absolutely but, but what a signing and I agree with you I think a mini Brentford revival is is largely down to the the presence of Christian Eriksen and the quality that he's brought into that side and and you know Brentford now what's that two two three wins on the bounce they're looking up and you know three weeks ago we were saying they're in a relegation battle but now that you know that's just how quickly it can change at the bottom though that's it? that's how quickly it's two, changed two, for me is, is Brentford have been like as if yeah. they were adrift and I was like I don't know yeah. if they can turn this around because exactly. they were they were playing on the high of just being mm. in the Premier League just yeah just they were sort of living living on that, on that. and I was like yeah. oh now that's gone does this is this is a squad good enough to kind of scrap the amount of points mm. needed to stay? Um, but ever since it's been literally since, since Ericsson started getting re- regular minutes, yeah. they've they've turned from. I don't want to say they're playing exponentially better football, but that that quality of an extra ball, that 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 qual that dead ball ability that, pass, that he offers yeah. as well, that extra pass is just that changes a side, and he's he's changed a side. That that ball to Tony, he's he's running down the wing, he glances up, sees mm. the man. Takes another step and whips it in, and he's got. He knows he's got like three Burnley defenders to get the get it over the head of, but it's just so sweetly hit. That is that's on a fifty pence piece. That ball, that is. It's, it's, There's not true. many players that, that play that pass. Do you know? What I mean? Yeah, exactly. And as well it. as he does. Yeah, exactly. And, it, and it when is... you offer that to a side like Brentford, that that just takes them to a slightly different level, I think. Yeah, and I I, I agree with you, but but like I just said, then it just shows you, doesn't it, that how tight it is at the bottom. You know, Brentford were looking almost dead and buried in two wins and, and they've, they've plucked themselves you know right up the table and, and seemingly a couple more wins and they, they're almost out of that relegation battle now but um yeah but Burnley you know they I thought I thought they struggled Cornet had a really good chance to need one-on-one mm-hmm. um the keeper you know Dwight McNeil had one as well yeah and, and Rodriguez you know hit the bar with a <laughs> Absolute thunder bastard. I don't know if he knew yeah, much yeah. about it. But yeah, like... <laughs> yeah. Um, but they, you know, on another day, you know, that, that, that's 3 0 to Burnley, but at half time. Um, it's just, it's just the luck of the bottom of the Premier League, really, that it mm. does swing and roundabout in, in an unlucky way. And, and obviously for Burnley, it didn't quite pan out the way they would have wanted, but it was actually, actually a really good, enjoyable game. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I mentally enjoyed this yeah. game. Um, it was definitely. I, I like those sort of bottom of the table clashes. I'm, I'm always yeah, watching man. them if they're on. They're definitely um, coming coming a lot quicker and thicker now, aren't they? Especially this time of year as well. They always make the good viewing yeah. because there's there's so much on the line. Uh, six months ago, it's it's like yeah, you know, if we don't pick up points, it's not the end of the world. Now it's kind of like you need to scrap for every point, especially if mm. you're a, a Burnley or Brentford in uh, you know this part of the season. It makes um, for such good watching. 
<laughs> yeah. So it's uh, just because you feel the devastation at the loss and you feel the fucking ecstasy at the win as well, you know, and mm. these sort of fixtures. I, I really, I really do enjoy watching them. Uh, one point I want to hit on for Burnley is I kind of feel like Burnley have two above above the the sort of standard centre backs. I think Ben Mee and Tarkovsky are above the general standard of the of the Premier League. I think they sit as maybe a top ten level defenders and a side that's probably like a a bottom ten side. They're the mm. they're the exceptional parts of that side, I think, that, that that allow Burnley to keep keep on moving in this league. Um but their third choice centre back, like outside those two centre backs, because normally in a side it's like centre back one, two, and the third is pretty near that level, but just doesn't yeah. quite make it. Whereas mm. Burnley kind of feel like one, two, boff. <laughs> 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 that that boy they got in, I've not seen much of him, but he was rank rotten. He's been rank rotten twice I've seen him now he's been rank rotten <laughs> really missing Ben me and I don't I, I don't I don't want to say I don't know why they've not prepared for this because Burnley don't really prepare for much to be honest um, mm. they just kind of they crack on the, the way they do in a Burnley a Burnley type fashion um, but yeah the, the, the drop off in quality from, from their first second to third and maybe fourth I don't know who they're going to bring in as, as the fourth try centre back um, is, is a huge gulf yeah it's um, it is definitely a weak area for them, especially this season, isn't it? Um, you can you can see that costing them a place in the league at this point um, if they can't defend because they're they're not big scorers anyway, and they've lost Chris Wood, who was probably their main goal threat. Um, so you need to keep it tight at the other end, realistically. And if they can't do that, then it's uh, it's not looking good for them. I think Vekos has been fantastic, but he's a type yeah. of player that creates a lot of chances. He creates as much as. Mm. Much as he has a goal threat, a lot of his players like hold up, create chances for other players and stuff like that, which he has done to to great effect. But um, there's only so not a whole lot of goal that. scorers, yeah. On <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> that side, um, could we see our could could we see our Messiah get relegated, boys? Shandish? I really hope not. I really hope <laughs> not. Because then we'll have to make a podcast about the championship next year, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but that's the thing, you know. If, if Sean Dice goes down, the screamers follow him. You know, yeah, we go Dice wherever goes, Sean Dice goes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I um... Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ordinarily, I'd say that Burnley are in a lot of trouble, but, you know, Everton are equally as terrible. Um if not worse I think they've got nine points since September or something mm. ridiculous like that it's it's crazy like how terrible this Everton side is so it's it's going to be an interesting shootout I think between and Watford Watford are an absolute resurgence as well uh, yeah the boy, the boy. Mm. so I mean I honestly can't call it this year I think Norwich are the only side you could guarantee it but I mean they're only six points from safety so you know it's not like they're they're sort of cut and dry but they are arguably the worst side of the league. And, yeah, normally we'd be able yeah. to say, like, by this point, we'd, we'd normally you be able to say that the Norwich is, is dead and buried. A second, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, one, at least one of the bottom three is dead and buried. But you can't really say that when it's just six points from safety. They All, all they yeah. need is a couple of weeks to kind of go their way. I think um, um, what, what's not going to help Norwich, though, is that 
Burnley and Everton have games in hand. Yeah, um, I think Everton have got three, three or four games in hand. Yeah. Games that, in hand do not always translate to points. So no, I would it, rather have the points. It doesn't. Board. It doesn't. Uh, you're absolutely right, mate. But I think it just it it doesn't look as good if you're only six points from safety. But let's say Everton win their all three of their games in hand, that suddenly becomes mm. a massive gap. So. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not saying is, that's going to happen. What is the happen, chances but, this Everton you know, side, that, now, that, now that I've said this, by the way, Everton will go win three in the bounce, but <laughs> what is the chances of say and that horrendous form going win three in the bounce? You, you know? honestly, you never know. I mean, do you remember the other year when, when Leicester were completely written off the year before they won the title and they went and won seven games on the bounce or something and stayed mm. up? Like, you just A title winning side can do that. I don't know if an, an Norwich can do that. Well, no, it was a it was a <laughs> the, the year, year before, before they won the league, title. Yeah. Oh, there you are. Sorry, I thought you, I thought you meant in the, in the year yeah, that um, Ranieri no, was sacked. A, no, it was the the year before they they won the league. Nigel Pearson mm. went on a mad yeah. run. They won seven games on the bounce or something like that, and they oh, stayed. Of up. course, oh, so they, like, yeah, when he when he assembled, like, he assembled yeah. the one, <laughs> essentially yeah. the title winning team and handed yeah. it over to Ranieri for um, the. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so you just you just never know. That's the thing. Like Norwich, they they might go on a mad run and pick up loads of points. I don't personally. I don't see it happening. But you, I'm not, you can I'm just not never like, rule anything out at this yeah, point. You know. Yeah, like, I'm not. Um, I'm not ruling it out. And it's one of the tightest relegation battles I've seen for for a while. Where you're still having a conversation where any team can yeah. stay up. Like you're looking at last season, like Sheffield United were dead and buried. You know, oh yeah, Christmas, oh, weren't they? That like, was it's, a sad. It's thing. never been. It's that never, was a sad you know, affair. It doesn't get <laughs> really tight like it is at the moment. So I, think, <laughs> I don't know if Chris Wilder will be sacked, but we were, we were, we were, yeah, we, we were, we were saying some stuff. We were, we were, we were talking. Yeah, we were I was very, talking. very harsh. Yeah, so <laughs> I think he did. He must have done something to Simo that, that none of us know about. Yeah, we must not have known about because Simo, Simo just come on for twenty minutes and rant about Wilder. Pure him. Wild time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll but give no, him some I, praise. I'll give him some praise. Just to, just to, uh, he's done a fantastic job at Middlesbrough. There you go. I bet you're it's hoping. It wasn't personal. It wasn't personal. I just didn't understand, week. like, because they were they they were worse than this Norwich side, hundred percent. They were at that time. Yeah, they were they were this this Norwich side would would go through them. <laughs> uh, but can we can we stay with Norwich boys? Because uh, Leeds. Leeds just passed the Norwich test, which means the man just kept his job. You know, just passed it. Like. 90, 90 plus four just passed it. <laughs> the Norwich <laughs> test um, seems uh, seems Dean Smith, oh Dino Smith can't can't catch a break. Um, but the new Yankee boy, the Yankee Doodle boy, gets his first win, um, and it is very much needed. But it doesn't feel like a win that's definitely going to provide some momentum because Norwich is a, a fixture that has to be judged in, in some sort of isolation. Go uh, on, tell, tell us, Jake. What, no, Do you think I, this, um, uh, the, the new man's going to keep them up? I heard some some rumblings already from from Leeds fans that that they want you know Jesse Marsh out already. I mean, he had the the, the possibly the biggest shoes to fill, didn't he? Um, after after Marco, who's a, an absolute god in 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 Leeds itself. Um, a few Leeds fans that I know were, were devastated when he got sacked and. You know, we're, we're devastated when when an American of all people sort of got brought in to <laughs> to keep them in the league. But I mean, and then obviously, I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, it's the last game before this one. You know, he kicked the leads the lead scarf that was on the floor and stuff, and it was it was like, oh, you, it's a bit sacrilege, isn't it? You know, it's 
it's yeah. kicking, the fl- kicking the flag of the the, 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 the team that you bleed like absolutely yeah. that you know. <laughs> yeah um, from was, this point was, forward uh, just treat yeah. the leads badge and scarves and sh- <laughs> like the American flag yeah literally it does not someone should have told him that <laughs> he, he, job, he may as well turn up to their next game in like a Sheffield Wednesday shirt or something no I think I think like you said Simo that the game this game against Norwich is almost held in isolation isn't it because it's it's Norwich at the end of the day and I think everyone's yeah. beat Everyone has beaten Norwich, so um, you know it was a last-minute winner. But those are the sorts of games that, that give you a bit of momentum and give you a little bit of a little bit of belief and hope. And those Leeds fans will be hoping that, that you know the players will, will get behind that now and, and start to go on a run. But they have they have been atrocious recently, Leeds. They, mm. can't, they still can't defend. Um, and, and yeah, I don't know what the hell that like what sort of things that that sort of trying to trying to teach it at that. The Leeds defenders because every time I watch them, they just they look like strikers playing centre back and like right back and stuff. They just look their positional like play looks all over the place and you know set pieces they look awful. I mean I don't know about you two but I, like defensively I, I just think Leeds are all over the place and they have been you know since they come up to the Premier League but. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I think it's something that they'll have to definitely try to sort out in the summer because, you know, next year could be a struggle for Leeds if they if they stay up this year and, and if they don't make any improvements next year. I mean, I kind of thought that but due to the sacking of Marcelo Bielsa, that would be a reason that they could go down. I I kind of thought that, you know, they're going to take a few humpings or whatever, right? Mm. But he would eventually, because all Leeds need to do is catch a team in an off day. Yeah. That's all they need to do. Just yeah. catch a team in the off day and they'll win the match. 100% they will. Um, it just, a lot of, I feel like a lot, a lot of, they've had a lot of unlucky results this season that have kind of went against them. Um, mm. But I do, I don't feel like that squad, I think, it feels to me like, see when you, see when you get a cloth out of the sink and you rinse the water out of it, right? I feel like, <laughs> That's what Marcel Marcel Bielsa did to that squad, and it was just everything out, out of that squad that he possibly could. That's a good analogy. You know, a good analogy. But he sort of lost his best tea towel with Phillips and Bamford being injured, so he's he was rinsing yeah. out the the dirty the tea towel, the, yeah. the second best tea towel. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jesse Marsh has come in, and he's found the good tea he's towel. Kicked the tea towel. Yeah. Yeah, he's kicked the detail. Yeah. <laughs> he's thrown it out the window in the rain, and uh, and the missus is fuming. <laughs> she's wishing. She's wishing she hadn't got divorced. Isn't it? Yeah, wishing she hadn't got divorced. <laughs> um, this, is, this is great stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know, every podcast should be like this. Yeah, exactly. I think the so. Leeds, the Leeds United tea towel conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just don't think that squad is that. Uh, particularly the defence, I don't think that defence has any right to be in a, in a Premier League. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a shocker. Minus the young goalkeeper. I know he gets a lot of stick, but he's made a lot of saves and, and obviously he's only 20 years old and I think he, he's, he's made some decent stuff. I think he's had some howlers as well. God bless him. Uh, but, you know, I just don't think that defence is just any business at this level. Because they are all over the place. Right. They, can't do the, can't, they cannot do the simple things. They no. cannot organise themselves. They cannot communicate with each other. They can't do any sort of... Off- Have you seen, like, Leeds try to do any sort of offside trap or catch a player offside? <laughs> they are shockingly bad. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... it's, uh, it's uh, I don't know, a tough old time for Leeds. If there wasn't an Everton floating <laughs> nearby yeah. and we all just move over to Everton uh, because they're just... Frank Lampard just had on a grump um, after that match. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's going to work out for Frank Lampard at Everton, you know. Um, I think we could maybe see another Everton manager before the end of the season if it keeps going like this. Jakey boy, you're the, mm. you're the, you've got some family that are Everton fans. What is the, what is the general noise he's been made? Yeah, not good. Um, well... Good, good for the the ten percent of my family that are Liverpool fans, but not good for the for ninety percent there that are Evertonians. I mean, you know, the a lot a lot of my family are season ticket holders at Everton, and they they <laughs> the atmosphere is becoming increasingly hostile. Um, I think every passing minute of every passing game, um, not helped. I think this week by Connor Cody, you know, a Liverpool fan and Liverpool lad scoring the winner against them and, and edging them ever closer to that drop zone. Um, but I think, I, do you know what? I don't think they'll sack Lampard. I just, I just, I don't think they would do that. Who are you going to bring in to, to, to galvanise this squad? I mean, it's... This is, this is a pay, 500 on, million on, pound squad. You know what? On, on let, paper, just let that be said, just before on, you go on, yeah. this, is a, this is a 500 million pound squad. On, nah. and, <laughs> and I look at that squad and, and I could not tell you who the five hundred million pounds was spent on? Um, that that's as simple as it. You know, you look at some of their squad and you look at like the Decore and, and and Alan and you think you know they're good good players on on sort of name value, but they just look they look shell of the sort of players they were or have been spoken of. And Calvert Lewin looks a shell of the player he was last season and the start of this season. I know he's been injured and and things like that, but you know he just does not look like he's up for the fight. It's- Richarlison sort of half bothered when he wants to be I mean I just I, 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 Mike, I think I think Everton equally their their defence is absolutely shambolic you know Michael Keane is one of the worst centre-backs I think I've seen in the league in a long time He's he looks terrible and Mason Holgate again you know looks terrible and the Everton fans are starting to say the same well they, they are saying the same thing you know Michael Keane and Holgate are two of the worst centre-backs ever and have had and I think that's saying something considering some of the frosts that they've had in the past yeah they've had that um, it's, you know, <laughs> it's weird, really sad it? when, when Seamus Coleman you know, at 34, 35 been there for 10, 11 years is still their best defender um, <laughs> like, you know, it, but you know like I said it a couple of weeks ago you know Everton famously under Moyes were built on solid at the back and, and up front tended to be where they were poor but I mean now they, they're just awful aren't they Long may it continue. Back, they're awful. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, weird because like uh, towards the start of the season, we were we're talking about what a good start they'd had, yeah. uh, and you had players like Andros Townsend and you know Davari Gray were, were being right, pretty exciting, player, yeah. and they just seemed to have just dropped off a cliff. Like that mm. was the injuries just, that done Rafa. Yeah, because yeah. that that bench was like ninety percent youngsters when Rafa was mm. was there. He just. Um, Honestly, if they'd stuck with Rafa, they might have they might have bounced out this form. Now that see all the players that are now available to Frank, I mm. think if Rafa had those players available, I think he may have he might may have do something. 
he might have he might have got them out that 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 form. Um, I mean, it's. Mm. I mean, I I I've really rated Calvert Lewin, but now on reflection, I think as it was he performing so well out of the sheer simplicity of the the job Carlo was asking him to do. Carlo asked him to do one thing: stay, don't deviate your lines between the goals. So stay yeah. within the lines of the goal. Stay in front of the goal. Stay in the six yard box. Put the ball in there. Wait, wait for the cross. Wait, <laughs> wait for the cross. Put the ball in the back of the net, and he was fantastic at delivering that because he's just a huge presence. He's a good finisher. Um, he, he, he even said that Carlo's main thing that he had him working on in the training ground was just one touch finishes, so not not taking any time in the box, just bam. And whatever, whatever direction across or the pass is coming, just to hit it first time. So I think that I think he. He kind of suited that 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 simplistic role, whereas I think Frank asked quite a lot of them to go out wide and hold up the ball and and wait for the wait for support and then lay it off and then make yeah. a run and then kind of play on the shoulder of the centre back and 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 do quite quite a lot. Whereas he, I think he has probably enough creative players in that squad to to maybe ask a little less a Calvert Lewin. Mm. Yeah, um, but I don't know. I think, I, I think I, Everton. Well, they they almost sort of need to do. You know, from from watching them and, and speaking to to Everton fans, is is almost what they're ask, almost asking the Everton fans is just to, to pack the midfield because their midfield is so almost redundant every single game. You know, the ball literally just gets played through them every single time, and it's straight back into the defence. And it, and you know, they're almost asking just pack pack the midfield and make it hard <laughs> to play against. You know, just 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 be it. You've got you've got to be a you know, in, in a relegation battle, you've got to be a bit of a dirty, a dirty dog, haven't you? And you've, you've got to grind results out and just stay up. And I think that's almost what they need to do is they need to, you know. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Turn into a bit of a dirty dog now and, 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 and fight, but there doesn't look like there's any fight in that side. Um, and uh, I, I struggle. I'm looking at their fixtures as well. I, I, I'm looking at them and you think, where the hell do you pick points up to stay up in this league from? Because they've got one hell of a run ahead of them still to go and... I don't know. I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting anyway <laughs> to see what happens between now and the end of the season for them. I mean, it'd be interesting to see them go down. Never been relegated ever, have they? I think nineteen fifty one was the last relegation forever. They're, uh, they're, 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 they're a mainstay in the Premier League. Mainstay in the Premier League, but yeah. I think. Do you know what? I think if they get relegated, they their shiny new stadium that they've been building for the last twenty years can they can put those bricks that they put back on the shelf because I don't think they'll be building that. No, without out, without uh, the hundred million pounds a season you get from yeah, the Premier League you, club, you struggle I think. to to look at that that stadium getting built, which will be a massive blow for them as well. Do so. you not do you not see them bouncing back if they do go down? Because like yeah. not, for, you'd have not, a, not straight away. I think I think they would. You'd have like I don't, a I don't bit of an overhaul there, wouldn't you? I don't think they're one of those. You'd have to get there. rid of a lot of that squad. Yeah. Um, a lot of that squad. Would have they to they move couldn't on. they couldn't possibly pay the wages. I mean, if they could no, maybe they could maybe like I don't know like take a loan out to pay the wages because the, the revenue from the championship just won't be enough to, to cover the, the playing squad. Nah, you get, get, um, get the parachute payments, wouldn't you? But, um, they'd be able to buy a very good championship squad, I think. But Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, or maybe they just, they just sure. bank, bank themselves to, to go back up like an Norwich. Mm. Yeah, just get, get think, Daniel Farker think... at the wheel, you know, proven, <laughs> proven promotion <laughs> expert from the championship. <laughs> I think but, uh, I think Everton's best bet if they if they did go down would, would almost be to go down the, the youngsters route and promote a lot of their because they have got a lot of good good youngsters in that sort of academy in that under twenty threes. I think that'd probably mm. be the route that they would aim to go down. Mm. Um, so I think you know if they were thinking that, then Lampard would be a good choice because we've seen. No, nah, I don't. He, he sort of was at Chelsea. I don't think Lampard. I don't think Lampard stays there if they go down. I think they get Rooney in. Yeah, Rooney, 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 uh, Rooney, Rooney takes shot, him up. Yeah, yeah. Rooney <laughs> takes him up. He takes him. Uh, it's written in the <laughs> stars. After he's kept Derby on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> written in the stars. I mean, when they turned in Everton, job, they probably didn't think they'd be going down. <laughs> <laughs> not Another that they are not that they are I'm sure, I'm sure the Everton fans are, going, are thinking what the fuck it's not as if we're down we're not down yet boys calm down but yeah. we just we, we like talking about the hypotheticals don't we I just, don't we uh, Wolves got a win they are middle of the road table they probably might get European football that'd be nice for them but I don't know I mean they're just Bruno Large at the helm I mean it's not I mean what can we say about them really I mean other than this, this, they're just sort of like they're doing as you'd expect them to do. They've got a fantastic coach, a, a good defence. They don't score a lot of goals, but they don't concede them mm. either. One of the best defences in the league, for sure, um, in terms of um, conceding. One of the best records. So I don't know. I don't they're they're one chance. of those sides that uh, they've just kind of gone under the radar, haven't they, this year? Um, gone about Which I'm their sure they're, they're very much enjoying. You know, yeah. just kind of might get Europe, you know? Yeah, they've, just, they've, kind of, they've kind of snuck their way up the table, just, you know, doing what they do. I think... Bruno Large has settled in quite well. Um, mm. They haven't really made wholesale changes to that that side that, that Nuno had, um, and they haven't really needed to. Um, and they've just done, you know, like I say, done what they do. They've got up to seventh now. They're two points behind West Ham. Um, mm. Like, and West Ham have been up there for the whole season. We're, you know, we're talking about them as, as European contenders. So why not Wolves? You know, I don't, mm. I don't see why they they can't. Uh, they have to be there about they can't qualify for the conference league or something like that you know yeah. <laughs> where the, where, 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 what, what place does the conference league go to again is it 7th 7th I think yeah I think it is 7th mm. yeah yeah mm. um, I mean that's a bit is it wait, if you finish 7th right in the, the Premier League um, the, the, the team that wins the, 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 the Premier League also qualifies for Champions League sorry oh, the, the, uh, if it's a Champions League qualified team that wins the FA Cup sorry then it goes yeah. to seventh, which I used to be so, Europa, yeah. which yeah. is now Euro, Europa Conference League, which is a bit yeah. of the balls. I mean, surely if you were going for that seventh place, you'd want full fat Europa League. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, that's not beyond the realms of possibility for them either. I mean, like, they're, they're four points off Man United, who are in fifth. Right? And, you know, you only need to put together a few wins and you make that, mm. you make that difference. So you, mm. you can't, you know, none of us will, will sit here and say that United have going to win every game now from now to the end of the season because they're very unpredictable so it's mm. it's one of them really isn't it like it's it's still all to play for for Wolves and West Ham and and, and even Spurs are, are still pushing for that but you know Conference League mm. or, or Europa League place as well um, so yeah it's, uh, that's going to be an interesting little run in as well um, what about Arsenal boys well some good what they've done eh Arsenal I, th- I think fantastic, they finished top I four think, I yeah. think they've been fantastic this year yeah um, a lot of a lot of there's a lot of scrutiny, wasn't there? I think in the middle part of the season, mm. and even early on, because I think they were bottom after like what two games or something. Yeah. They asked yeah. a lot. There was a large section of Arsenal fans, you know, 
<laughs> just like Arteta out, and it's like fucking hell, lads, calm down. <laughs> like <laughs> Everton at top of the league, that's not going to stay the way it is, and look what happened. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I think I think Arsenal have been fantastic. I think Arteta's gone about it the right way. He's got rid of a few rotten apples that he definitely needed to do. He needed I mean, to get rid of a few players. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Aubameyang, you know, case and centre. Mm. Um, um, they look much better for being short of Aubameyang than yeah, than absolutely. Them. Lacazette looks like he's had, you know, a, a new lease of life breathed into him, which, you know, while he's not, I know he scored at the weekend, but, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't score a lot, but I think Lacazette's quite underrated in his sort of his whole, his whole style of play for Arsenal. I think he does a fantastic job of, job of linking that, that's the, the, the strikers and that midfield. And I think Oregard's been a wonderful player this year. He was mm. fantastic against Leicester. And every week I watch him and watch Arsenal. I, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed, and you know the youngsters that Arteta's brought in, you know Saka, Smith Rowe, Martinelli when he's been playing, you know they've been fantastic, and yeah, I, I've actually I've, I've really enjoyed Arsenal, watching Arsenal this season, which is something I've not said in a positive way for 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 a bit of a while. Um, <laughs> yeah, Arteta's really. I think uh... I think top four. I think top four for Arsenal is. Yeah. I, did you think? I think there was a little debate a few weeks ago on the radio about. Whether it's a an under like an, an overachievement for Arsenal getting top four, or what, what do you think? I think that's probably what, what was you, asked. What, what did you do? You think Arsenal getting top four is sort of like a bit of an underachievement or an overachievement? Because for me, no, I think it's a massive overachievement. It's, it's not an underachievement by any stretch. I think it's a massive overachievement. This Arsenal side getting top four. No, I feel what, like it's just season, an achievement. I think that's probably yeah. what the board wanted. I think the mm. board would have said, right, your ambitions for this season is to be a top four club. Um I I I worried for Arsenal when they didn't they didn't bring mm. in a striker in, in, in January. I thought they had a lot of momentum going into January. Um I thought top four was there for the take and I thought to solidify that they would need to go out and just buy a bounce sign and buy a sign and as you th- those few points on when you when it when it kinda you know you know when you get a new player and you get a mm. Christian Eriksen and you get a insert a January sign and Jesse Lingard whatever. Yeah. Th- those sort of pl- signings to just kind of give a team a, a wee lift and a boost I thought they could have mm. used that and I thought they were playing so I mean when you look at that it's, it's not a massive squad Arsenal um, I think Arteta quite likes it that way I think he might be a coach that prefers a small coach um, prefers a small core of players there's a lot of top course, uh, coaches that do Maurizio Sarri likes a tiny squad um, he likes a, he likes like a 14 man squad um, in terms of players that are coming in and out, out the side and mm. um, I know I know we all think that the on the rims, the sort of Man City, Chelsea, and, and now I will say Liverpool, where depth is a key to being a successful team in the Premier League. But that's only if you're competing on a few fronts. Whereas, whereas Arsenal right now just need to get to the front. I think the goal is to get to that Champions League level, and I think they might expand from there. I think they have right. been helped help by this season by the fact that they're not in Europe and, and they're not fighting under the fronts. I think that's been their major advantage over other sides is they know every week they're playing Saturday or Sunday and that, that's sort of it. And, um, that's um, that, that's almost what you need. You need that if you want to re- restart. Because that's the point. You know, yeah, that's what I was going to make, mate. I think about the the lack of European football has probably helped them this year. Mm-hmm. And I think the um, the goal I think would have been to just get back into Europe. I think Europa yeah. League minimum. Um, so Arteta's done a, a really good job, not only to get the best out of the youth players that he's brought through. But to get the best out of the signings he's made as well, I think Ben White has done really well for them. Tommy Yasu really has been fantastic when Gabriel he's played. As well. um, a good 
and uh, Ramsdale. Yeah, it's, it's just, they've they've all improved. Um, uh, you know, as the season's gone on, which is is massive. And I think you know once they potentially sort out, I think this is the centre of midfield. Um, then they've got a good they've got a good solid side there that that can do well in the league next year. Mm. Um, but it's it's about getting that balance right, isn't it, between the European football and the the league yeah. football. Um, but it's something that they should be used to realistically. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll leave. I'll we'll finish on this, boys. And and Jed, you're you're an England fan, and you mentioned Adam Ramsdale. There's been a lot of talk of whether mm. Adam Ramsdale should be the England number one um, going forward from this season. I think he's a level above um, Pickford. I think he's probably at the level he's, he he could achieve now if he could kick on from this as beyond mm-hmm. what Pickford has ever achieved um, in his it's, career. So that, it's very interesting. Stance. I would say he's 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 going to be a Champions League keeper, Champions League level keep, keeper, Aaron Ramsdale. And yeah. uh, I would get rid of his little arms. <laughs> that, that debate is is a really interesting one. I was actually having this conversation with someone at work recently. I think Ramsdale is the next in line for that number one shirt. But um, Gareth Southgate loves Jordan Pickford, and Jordan Pickford plays out of his skin when he puts an England shirt on. Uh, generally speaking, like he he doesn't tend to make mistakes in in goal for England. Um, you see, so it'd be quite harsh to drop him. On the strength of his England form, I almost, but, I um, almost feel as well. Form. To be fair, Pickford's yeah. not—he's not been that atrocious for him. He's probably been their one shining light this year for Everton. He's actually been pretty solid, you know. As much as mm. it sort of pains me to say that, um, I, I think yeah, honestly, he's middle of the road terrible. in terms of Premier League keepers. I think he's middle of the road. I think there's a lot of he keepers in the league that are better than yeah. better than Jordan Pickford. He probably is, but I mean, do you go with just the the best keeper, or or do you stick with what? Southgate's essentially been building, which is kind of like a more of a team ethic with England. Um, like I say, Pickford's form for England is just unreal. So, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see whether he does drop him. I mean, there is an international break coming up at the end of this month, um, which is only going to be a couple of friendlies, but that will maybe give us an idea. Uh, but I definitely think Ramsdale is the next in line for the number one show. But like at the minute, it's probably like in terms of if you're talking like World Cup squad at the end of the year, you're probably talking, you know, whoever's in the best form at the time, plus plus, you know, however they've got on for England in the, the internationals that are happening this year. I think whatever one doesn't play for for England can come play for Scotland. Yeah. Both our keepers are approaching the the late thirties or early forties. <laughs> We're at, we're at a weird stage where we do this in Scotland where we have lots of depth in certain areas of pitch and then absolutely nothing and and I mean like bones to, in other areas of the pitch I think it's just it's, it's quite comical so as soon as we you know we've, we've had like a surge of great keepers and now they're all old and now we've actually got decent strikers but we didn't have decent strikers at the time and yeah it's it is what it is boys how did we get on to Scotland we'll never know um <laughs> Oh. If it was, if it, if I, if I it's because we, it's we left you in charge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that'll do us for, for this, this episode, boys. It's been a good one. It's been a nice chat, lads. It's been a nice chat. Interesting. Yeah, it's not, do you know what? It's nice not to talk about Liverpool and Man City and Chelsea and all that every every week. Who needs them? <laughs> as, much as, as much as you Who needs them when you get Burnley Brentford? Everyone else <laughs> is talking about them. Yeah, we'd rather talk about Burnley and Brentford. <laughs> Ah, mate, old boys. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you very much, listeners, for tuning in. Uh, And until next time, cheer up, bye. Sports.
Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.